Your plans are going to change. The way you think your life, your vacation, or just a road trip is gonna unfold, it's very likely going to happen differently. The more you can embrace those changes, roll with the punches, trust that something better is coming, and learn to enjoy the ride, the smoother your life is going to feel like it's flowing. Welcome back to the Director Vibe Podcast. I'm your host and director of Vibes, Leslie Schultz. I'm recording this episode for you in beautiful Flathead Lake, Montana, about 12 days into the road trip of a lifetime with my best friend and boyfriend, Steven. I'm currently sitting perched on top of a rock overlooking panoramic views of Flathead Lake, mountains all around as far as the eye can see. It is beautiful. It's very likely that you're gonna get some background noise of the lake, maybe some boats. And that's great, because I want this episode to feel like you're sitting right here next to me on this rock, staring into the panoramic views of the lake right along with me. This episode is gonna serve as an intro to a new mini-series within the Direct Your Vibe podcast, created to celebrate all the ways that traveling can expand our minds, open our hearts, and help us direct the vibes in our life in ways we could never even imagine. So if you're able to travel safely right now or simply wanna just relive past adventures, I hope that this series of episodes provides you with a new lens to see each of your experiences with. For the past few years, I've been working really hard to create a life that I don't feel like I need to vacation or escape from. In building a creative life like this, I've discovered that it allows for travel and adventures to become this source of expansion, a powerful tool to learn from, one that can show us more about our life than we ever imagined possible, instead of simply just being an excuse to check out on a tropical vacation or sitting on a beach with a drink in your hand for a week or two. Don't get me wrong, I still want to do that, but I want to learn something from it. I want to expand my life from it. It comes from creating our own happiness, tapping into that inner well of peace, learning how to maintain our energetic address when life hits us with challenges, also known as directing your vibe. I've been reminded of this truth more and more as each day passes, as my boyfriend and I continue on this road trip of a lifetime. Since the start of July 2020, we've been camping our way across Nevada, Idaho, and Montana in his tent trailer, which I recently learned is also fondly called a pup for pop-up tent. (laughs) So Patches, the tent trailer pup as we call her, has allowed us to visit some incredible places over the last 12 days and along the 1,500 plus miles that we've traveled so far. We've been having such a fun time adventuring along and there've been some beautiful eye-opening lessons that I felt compelled to share with you because each experience we've had holds another key to guiding you to direct your vibe. That's what we're here to do. So on the last day of June, we packed all of our stuff into patches and the truck, including our beach cruisers, our pet plant Charles, enough tools to fix any mechanical issue that could surprise us, and we were off on the adventure of a lifetime. We left South Lake Tahoe and headed into the middle of nowhere Nevada with so much excitement for the unknown also known as unlimited possibilities ahead. After a solid seven or eight hours on the road, we landed at our first destination in Sheldon National Wildlife Refuge. And let me just say, I have never realized quite how beautiful and even stunning Nevada could be. We set up camp and took a quick stroll to scope out the warm spring nearby. And when we returned to camp, we noticed the front passenger tire of my boyfriend's brand new set of tires on his truck was flat. There was about two pounds of air left in it. But no big deal. 
He brought an air compressor, plugged it right into the trailer, which we have a converter, so we've got full power in there if we need it, and problem solved, no sweat. The next day, after a workout and a dip in the warm spring, we took off to explore the area. We drove something like 20 miles down a dirt road, admiring the lack of people, the abundance of nature. We even saw my first ever antelope along the way. That was super cool. We stopped at a really awesome memorial site for a few of the men that actually passed away in building and creating this beautiful place that we were there to explore. We wanted to stop and honor them. And when I hopped out of the truck, I noticed that we had our second flat tire in 24 hours. This time it was the rear passenger tire. It was hissing at me because it had just been punctured by a large piece of obsidian on our drive. So we're 20 miles away from camp without power to use the air compressor. My boyfriend is just amazing. He just like jumped in, patched up the hole as best he could, and we booked it back to camp. If you're not already keeping score here, that's two flat tires within the first day of our road trip. That could have easily turned us into negative Nancy's, spiraled into just like a shitstorm of this sucks and poor us. We didn't let it dampen our spirits one bit. Not even when it meant driving 100 miles out of the way. It actually might've been more than 100 miles. Anyways, we drove many miles out of the way with the spare tire on to go get that tire fixed. That's right, we had to backtrack from Sheldon all the way south to Winnemucca, Nevada, before starting our journey north to Idaho. <laughs> this was one of many instances that I felt such a deep appreciation for the perspective on life that the two of us share because we know that shit always works out and it all happens for a reason. We're able to keep our eye on the bigger picture of the trip that lies ahead and that subconscious energetic management that both Steven and I share it allowed us to stay positive every single mile back to Winnemucca. I was like, no big deal. This is just a thing and we're gonna fix it. So after a much longer travel day than expected, we made it to our first stop in Idaho at Cascade Lake, which is just south of McCall. I found us a low key camping spot off of a forest service road from this app called iOverland. Side note, for those of you looking to road trip and camp along the way, this is an excellent tool. I highly recommend it. This was our first time using the app, and in my sleepy state, I failed to realize that the coordinates provided for the camping spot were very specific to an exact location, which, yes, I realize now that's what coordinates are, but I kind of just thought it was like a general area, and I accidentally led us a bit too far down some winding dirt roads in the dark. Oops. <laughs> From this blunder, we found ourselves in a big old truck and trailer driving down a mysterious dirt road that was literally no wider than a rig. So for at least a mile or two, there were definitely no areas to pull over or to camp, let alone turn around. And I started to feel a little bit like I failed us. And it was getting late. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I was so worried that Steven was going to be mad at me about this mistake, which was definitely, now that I think about it, it was definitely a reaction based on past experiences and old stories I've held onto out of fear. But once again, he reminded me of his unwavering positivity. This is why we get along so well. We even laughed about it a little bit before finding a spot to turn around and settle into a campsite at the top of the windy dirt road, AKA the coordinates I had all along. The view we woke up to in the morning, oh my God, it was so worth the adventure it took to get there. I'm talking panoramic views of Cascade Lake, all the surrounding mountain ranges, and it just had me totally falling in love with Idaho on day one. Besides this unreal view, the spot wasn't really ideal to stay at for a long time, so we packed up early in the morning, continued north to McCall, where we found a legit spot along another Forest Service road that was absolutely breathtaking. 
This one overlooked the river. We had so much space. We set up hammocks down in one area by the river. I had an entirely separate area that I used as my gym. And then we've got patches all set up with our lawn, everything. It was so much space all to ourselves. It was so beautiful, just incredible. After we got set up, we ventured into town for supplies because we planned to stay there for a few days. So we took our bikes, rode around town, stopped at a brewery. When we arrived back at camp, exhausted from a long couple of days, we cooked dinner and cozied up with a movie on the laptop, but we soon found out we were not alone. <laughs> Steven spotted an unexpected guest in the trailer. You're probably thinking it was a bear. It was not, it was a mouse. <laughs> And with his cat-like reflexes, Steven reached out and basically grabbed it, but the mouse was just too fast and it slipped away from him. And I barely slept that night because I kept hearing those little tick, tick, ticks, all the destruction that little mouse was making. And ugh, I don't know about you, but I just hate mice. We solved this blunder as quickly as it came up by getting some traps the next day. So again, no big deal. These are just, there are things that happen. You work through it and then you move on. I have to say, beyond the unwanted mouse friend, I really, really enjoyed our time in McCall, Idaho immensely. We visited the area for 4th of July weekend, and the timing of this road trip was not an accident. We wanted to escape the massive crowds of Lake Tahoe because the population like more than doubles, especially with everything going on in the pandemic right now, most of the things in California are closed, but Lake Tahoe remains open. So everyone flooded into town we, just as we knew they would, and I was so delighted to experience a different lake without the crowds, without the stress of it all. Not to mention, McCall is such a beautiful area with kind people and I just, I really look forward to returning again someday. From McCall, we had planned to take an easy breezy three or four hour drive up to Lolo Hot Springs. However, life had other plans in store for us. <laughs> Shortly after getting on the road, we discovered Highway 95, the direct route we planned to take was closed from a gnarly rock slide. There was a literal roadblock in the loosely made plans we had set. We saw the detour sign. There was even like, you know, a construction worker blocking off traffic. We pulled over and asked like, is there another way around? Could we still finagle this route? And he kind of let us know like, you could try, but if the sheriff catches you, it's gonna be a big fine. You're not gonna want to do that. So we're like, okay, we hear you. And we hear you universe. So backtracking a few hundred miles and more than doubling our travel time was the only way. So off we went. And I'd bet good money that you already know we remain positive and cheerful every mile because again, we know that shit works out and we know that everything happens for a reason. As we were backtracking all those miles, I couldn't help but think we were being rerouted from that path because perhaps something terrible would have happened along the road we wanted to take. Maybe the universe rerouted us to protect us, to avoid an accident, or even better, perhaps we've been rerouted to have even better experiences along this new path. And that's such a huge life lesson. I think I said this in a previous episode with my girl, Aliyah Lane, that rejection is often protection. And we don't tend to see it that way in life. When shit doesn't go the way that we want, we assume that that's wrong and that we've done something wrong and this is messed up. But in fact, it could be the, the best thing that could happen. So before we get into the beautiful, unexpected things that happened because of this new route that the literal roadblock made us take, I have to share that somewhere along this drive, as we followed the rivers through the canyons, I got so like just deeply immersed in nature and then I started getting really introspective and I had this incredible realization. To share it, I'll have to dive into a little side story, so bear with me, but Years ago, I was dating a touring musician and 
as unhealthy as that relationship was, I romanticized the idea of going on tour with him. I wanted to travel more and see the world. I wanted to work remotely and have more freedom in my life. And at the time, I thought I wanted those things so that we could be together more. It's now many years later, and along this Riverside Drive, I realized I was now living that reality. And the best part, the best part, is it's actually with the right person for me. I'm living out this dream life with an amazing man that I attracted into my life because I started creating my own happiness. I started showing up for myself, harnessing my energy, and ultimately learned to direct my vibe. If you go back and listen to episode one, you'll have a better understanding of all of this. I won't dive back into it right now, but it was just this beautiful full circle moment. And then I started to think more about the person that I was when I first had this dream for my life versus the woman that I've become today. I feel really proud of the way that I've shown up for myself and taking control of my life, my happiness, and my energy, realizing that it's an everyday task to take care of myself and to make myself a priority, and it's one of the most important things I'll ever take on. And the plans that we had made never happened but I know, I know we've been needing to get away. And I know there's a million reasons that we should stay. Okay, now back to those happy little accidents. Along our new route up to Montana, we stopped at a gorgeous roadside campsite for one night, which we never would have seen had we gone up Highway 95. And after that, we continued north, stumbling upon the adorable town of Darby, Montana. Our first stop here was at Bandit Brewery, hands down our favorite brewery of the trip so far. Thanks to a super rad bartender, Jason, at Bandit Brewery, we discovered Lost Horse Road, and we spent two nights at an incredible spot, once again along the river. We got to take a day drive up that same road. It's about 20 miles in and you get to Twin Lakes, which is just incredible. Oh my God, I was so happy that we got to see that. We never would have. None of this would have happened if we didn't have a literal roadblock that changed our plans. We would have never experienced any of this magic if we hadn't just embraced the change of plans, trusted that the universe had something better in mind for us, and just gone with it and kept our spirits up. So the day we were leaving Darby, I was messaging a new friend on Instagram who actually just reached out to share that she related to my last podcast episode about reframing those unknowns in life to be unlimited possibilities. So shout out to Natalie. She gave us some great tips for where we were heading next. Because it turns out Natalie's from Flathead Lake, Montana, where I am right now, and that's where we were heading that day. As I go on and on telling her about how much I was loving Montana and just gushing about it, I was standing in line for a drive through coffee shop as Stephen filled up the truck with gas. This line was taking quite a while, and the lady in front of me kept glancing back my way. I could see her face in the side mirror there. <laughs> I assumed she thought it was strange that I was standing in line of drive through and so I was being all self-conscious and awkward and when it came time to order I discovered that lady in front of me actually paid for my coffee she was glancing back at me because she felt so bad for how long her order was taking and was grateful for my patience I was so overwhelmed with gratitude for this gesture and honestly I just I took it as a beautiful sign from the universe confirming my love for this area and that I was in the right place and 
God, I just love things like that when you're just really feeling a vibe about something and then the universe shows up to be like, yep, confirmed. <laughs> the rest of this travel day was a smooth ride. Upon arriving to Flathead Lake, I was so overwhelmed with joy because we come up over this pass to a spot where I could see the lake for the first time and it's massive. I want to say it's the largest freshwater lake west of the Mississippi. It is huge. And even being from Lake Tahoe, it's actually bigger and just shocking. The feeling I had inside of joy and just like, oh my goodness, reminded me a lot of the feeling I get when I go over the summit and see that first bit of blue in Lake Tahoe. We were planning to stay at a state park with showers and lakefront views. I was really looking forward to it, but unfortunately they were all full. A really nice lady at the front of one of the entries of this, one of the campsites helped us to figure out where to camp for the night. We found ourselves in a parking lot of a cross-country skiing area just below, uh, I think it was Blacktail Mountain <laughs> in Lakeside, Montana. It was a pretty random little spot, but we made it work and honestly, it was great. Like we had breathtaking panoramic views of mountain ranges and the lake and oh my God. So as I was writing this script out to record for you, a woman just rode by on her bike to let us know to beware of a mountain lion she saw just down the trail. <laughs> I was a little freaked out, but thankfully we never encountered it, but it definitely gave me a scare and a good reminder to remain ultra present keep my eyes open and make sure I didn't have any sort of unwanted encounter. We did have some unexpected rain and wind that came through, so we barely slept. We packed up early just in time to take off um, before another round of rain came through. And remember when I was saying all those campgrounds were full? Well, the universe was looking out for us once again because we drove back to the place where the nice lady told us about the resort we could camp at and we scored the only campsite available in the entire lake, which is where I'm currently sitting and recording this episode for you now. So I wanted to share all of this, recap my adventures, to show you that life and road trips are both full of the unexpected. There are bound to be challenges, less than ideal situations, as well as wonderful surprises along the way. All of these experiences, well, they're rarely balanced equally. That's just life. But how you choose to allow each situation to affect your energy or not will determine your overall happiness, your energy, your vibration. I've learned a lot about myself, my relationship, and the approach I'm choosing to live my life from this trip. And it's why I felt so compelled to share it all in this episode. From all the lessons this trip has taught me, I wanna leave you with four key takeaways that you can apply to your life, a road trip, or whatever you choose. First thing, change. Let it happen. Welcome it, embrace it. Your plans are going to change. The way you think your life, your vacation, or just a road trip is gonna unfold, it's very likely going to happen differently. The more you can embrace those changes, roll with the punches, trust that something better is coming and learn to enjoy the ride, the smoother your life is going to feel like it's flowing. Second thing, perspective. Keep it. Don't let the small shit get you down, my friend, seriously. When you get a flat tire or two or an unwanted rodent in your tent, when life puts a literal roadblock in front of you, take a pause, take a breath, and remember what's important in the larger scheme of your life or even just the road trip. Taking a different route won't kill you. In fact, it might actually even be way better than you imagined. But if you lose that perspective, you're gonna miss the lesson, you're gonna miss the experience. Third thing, your energy, your vibe, You've gotta preserve it. It should always be your number one priority to take care of your energy and your vibration. 
This is especially important while traveling because if a challenge arrives along the way and you don't have the energy to address it, it's gonna feel that much more difficult. So rest when you can and keep your vibes high. Last but not least is presence. I really wanna emphasize this one that you focus on it. Keep your eyes open. Keep your heart open, your mind open. On a road trip, for example, you can miss an antelope spotting. You could miss a detour sign that's trying to warn you about rock slides and drive an extra couple hundred miles you didn't need to drive. <laughs> or simply miss a funny sign on the side of the road that would provide a much needed laugh if you're not on the lookout. The same thing happens in life. If you close off your heart or your mind to possibilities, you may miss out on the experience of a lifetime. So remain present. Show up for your life, for every bit of the adventure, with open eyes, an open heart, and an open mind, and life will continue to surprise you. All right, here's my final tips for your future road trips. Always remember to bring snacks, and use the bathroom when you have one available to you because, well. My friend, I hope you've enjoyed hearing about the adventures I've been having and learning from my travel as I go along. I've truly loved sharing this with you. If you aim to build a creative life for yourself or just want to tag along on more of my adventures, stay tuned for the next episode where I open up about my first experience of international travel. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it involves this professional event planner going to a foreign country with exactly zero plans whatsoever. <laughs> Keep your vibes high and we'll talk soon. So I said, let's go.